Heading back to your Spring Live Drive. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome back. This is our um, last segment, I believe. Last 45 minutes, yes. Yeah. So let's uh, we'll do this well. Uh, this is Father Nick Nelson from Cloquet, the Diocese of Duluth, Queen of Peace Catholic Parish and School, along with Deacon John Folkult. And we have a, our third and, and final and not last uh, guest, or not least guest, uh, Mr. David Douglas, coming up. And we'll be speaking to him in a little bit. But um, we just want to get through some of the things uh, that are noteworthy. 877-795-0122. Folks, we need you to pick up the phone. We need you to hit the website. We need you to uh, open your wallets and help support this cause and help us get to our goal of $4,000. I won't mention by name, but I know there were some hosts in a prior segment that did not reach their goals. We want to reach our goal. We want to make sure that we exceed our goal. We can only do that with your help. And we're about $1,000 away from that. So if you want to give today, now is the time to do that in this next 45 minutes. But do not wait till the end of the hour. We have a couple of great gifts that Father has mentioned in the past, if you'd mention one more time, for an apostle level as well as the new donors. Father? Yes, for the apostle level, again, that's a 1000 or uh, greater. You get a metal rosary card, which is uh, a business card size uh, metal rosary card with has a one decade on the rosary. It's touched to a first-class relic of St. John Paul II. Um, this relic was um, the cloth that has uh, JP2's blood on it. It has a picture of the miraculous metal on it. And again, the words of Vivo Cristo Rey, long live Christ the King. Uh, again, that's for um, donations of a 1000 or more. Also, for new donors, those who have never given $100 or more, they will get a baseball shirt, a Real Presence Radio, Radio baseball shirt, white with black sleeves, as the Real Presence Radio logo on the front left side, and a quote from Pope Leo XIII on the back, our own belief is that the renovation of the world will be brought about only by the Eucharist. There's a lot of people listening who have probably never given. Yep. And yeah, just by $100 or more, you get a nice a nice t-shirt. And you may be joining us for the first time wondering, what's this live drive all about? Well, this live drive is to help raise money to support this worthy cause of evangelization. And it's not a cheap endeavor, folks. To run a radio station, it costs an average monthly cost of $221,000 to operate this radio station in all the states that it does, in all the counties and all the areas that it is broadcast to. That's an average daily cost of $7,000. That's not cheap. We need to help raise money for this to stay on the air, to continue the evangelization that it does. As we've heard from Bishop Felton, and from Beth, our just most recent guest, on how it's touched their lives, but also touches the lives of those throughout the dioceses that this serves, Catholic and non-Catholics. There are so many different radio uh, programs that touch people's lives in regards to answering questions, uh, to hope, to healing, and to the joy that Bishop talked mm-hmm. about, that this is an evangelization tool that's easy for us to support with a dollar a day, if you want to. At the messenger level, it's basically a dollar a day, $360 a year, to support Real Presence Radio. 877-795-0122. So before we go to our guest, why don't you read off the last couple of gifts that we have received, Father? Yes. Um, anonymous from Dickinson, North Dakota, gave at the guardian angel level. Uh, Tim and Janelle from Bismarck, get this, gave at the apostle level. Woo-hoo. That's our third total and first of this hour. Yeah, that's so right. Hopefully we're We'd like to see four. Deacon John said, yeah, so uh, a couple more of this uh, 
this hour. And Tim and Janelle Bismarck, they would like Thank to you. dedicate their gift in memory of Janelle's father and brother. And then uh, finally get us caught up. Anonymous from New England, North Dakota, gives at the guardian angel level. And um, so right now we're about um, halfway through our hour and we have a little less than a thousand to raise to reach our goal. And uh, we just want to reach that goal and obliterate it. We want to exceed it. We'd like to exactly. double it if we could. Exactly. Yes. So we're not going to stop once we hit it, folks. We'll continue to receive gifts. We'll continue to raise money for this wonderful cause. But let's turn a little bit of our attention to David. David Douglas um, is our principal here at um, Queen of Peace Catholic School. Uh, David uh, and I are, have gotten to know each other very well um, as pastor and principal, and so grateful for all the work that uh, David has done. And, um, but David, maybe just say a little bit about yourself, uh, your life, um, your, your family. Um, yeah, just introduce yourself to the, our to listeners. 2.4 million people listening. Sure. Um, well, it's good to be here. Thank you for having me. And I was born in a socialist commune in 1978, and then my parents found Jesus And <laughs> when I was a little boy, and they started going to kind of different churches and wound up at in a Pentecostal kind of church that has a network of churches across the region, and one of them's here in Cloquet. And so I got to know Cloquet that way. I would go to the church camp and get to know the kids here and kind of fell in love with this area at that point as I was growing up. Then my dad worked at St. Thomas, and so I went to St. Thomas on a employee kind of tuition remission plan and got to know the Catholic faith. And I was really blown away by the, the reality of it, just the fact that it wasn't something that was just in your head, that is something that has a historical foundation, that the two worlds that I had lived in all of my life as a public school kid and as a kid who grew up with kind of, you know, um, leftist-minded uh, communities first and, you know, I was connected with those people and those friends all of my life and then also going to public school and then also having our own, our own relationship with God, our own belief in Jesus. I wound up just kind of by natural uh, ways of, of, by natural kind of development, I, I developed two minds. And I didn't know I had two minds. I had my internal mind of what I believe, and that's kind of my personal thing. And I really valued it, but I didn't know how to integrate it with the rest of the world. I, I lived in what I felt like was the real world, which was secular. And it was only at St. Thomas when I started to see the Catholic church, which I really didn't know anything about. I would just see the buildings, but I didn't know anything about it. And Even at the time you were going to St. Thomas, you were not in the Catholic faith then? You were not still at all. About no. it? Yeah, I had grown up, you know, with kind of a secular background first, and then Pentecostal, so I wound up with a pretty strong, by the time I was college age, pretty strong biblical knowledge. Mm -hmm. So I knew the Bible. And I liked theology because I knew the Bible, and so I kind of had a leg up in that field. And I started as an English major, and then I got into theology, took some of the required classes. You had to take three classes of theology at the time at St. Thomas. I'm not sure if they still do that, but at the time you did. And so I was in those classes, and I realized that it was really fun, and that I really thrived there. And it really gave me an opportunity to talk through some of the things that I cared about, because you're looking for God. I think it's a natural thing. Mm -hmm. You want your relationship with God. And you're warring with the things you want in life, too. 
and you're trying to kind of navigate those two things. But I think that it's really natural, and if you give people a place to do it, most people do want to hear about God, especially young people. And um, and it's not until maybe we've allowed some of our attachments to the world or the flesh or the devil to kind of numb us to that, you know, as we get older, if, if that is the way that it goes in our lives, sadly, that we really might even not have that. I think that deep down everybody has that. So I, I love that about the theology program. And in those classes, I started to see a different picture of the faith that was not just a personal belief that I would happen to have, but that was a tangible reality that was actually the, the foundation of reality that everybody I knew lived in. And I'd never imagined that to be even possible. And so that changed my life. Yeah, there's, in our world today, you know, there aren't many areas or environments or contexts to encounter God or to even ask those questions or seek those things. And so uh, what a Catholic campus did for you, mm -hmm. David, and then, you know, again, radio. Well, <laughs> exactly. So Catholic Answers Live. People yeah. can call in and ask these questions about the Catholic faith. And, and a lot of, I listen to it, it's fascinating. A lot of non-Catholics call in and they're, they, they've had this concept or they've been told something and they don't understand it. So they can call in and can explain to them. So folks, Real Presence Radio does make a difference in people's lives. You're hearing from David, the principal here at Queen of Peace, in regards to how it can make a difference in not only his life, but also students that are in this school as well. 877-795-0122 or realpresenceradio.com or the app. We'd love you to uh, donate now. Help us reach our goal. We're working to exceed $4,000 this hour. We've had one apostle level so far. We'd like to have one or two more. Uh, 877-795-0122. So, David, having the role of a principal here at this school and shepherding of all these children as well, you probably don't have a lot of opportunity to listen to the radio during the day, but when you do have an opportunity, is there a particular show or something that you do like to listen to on Real Presence? I never tune in to the radio because, like you say, it's just not something, you know, like the old days where you gather around the radio and and listen to the RCA. But it's, but I definitely have it on, on in my car. And my family, there's seven kids, and me and my wife, so there's nine of us. We're in the big Nissan van, and uh, so we're in that club. And when you have that amount of kids that are as young as ours are, our oldest is in fifth grade, Driving is actually one of the great things that you can do together, mm -hmm. you know, because everybody's strapped in. Yep. Not yep. You've got a captive audience. Right, right. So, you know, Real Presence Radio is on oftentimes when we're doing that. And so we'll do Sunday drives. We'll go up on the North Shore. We'll just kind of explore around the region nice. and drive, you know, country roads. Real Presence Radio will be on. So it's not something that we're planning on. Like, we've got to catch the show. It's whatever's on. And that's the beauty of Real Presence Radio to me, is that whatever's on, I like it. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying it. It's edifying. It's lifting me up. It might be answering questions. Mm -hmm. You know, they, that whole thing of my, my background, how I came to faith, which was an intellectual conversion, was realizing that this is the heart of the truth of, of, of existence, of reality, of what actually, what we are, what it is to be in existence, that's what the Catholic Church actually, you know, engages you with mm -hmm. more than more effectively and fully than anything else that we have. And so being able to talk to that and share that, it, that, it, that which is an aspiring thing to me and has changed my life, is something I always want to learn more about. So I can always think, yes, if I'm in this, con this kind of conversation, then 
I'll be able to say that, you know, I'll be able to have this answer. And so Catholic Answers Live is really, you know, very useful to me. Um, but definitely Dr. David Anders and mm-hmm. all kinds of things that, you know, that just dive into the realities of life and on one hand what we believe, what the church teaches, on the other, how might you put things into practice yep. in, you know, as you go. So and we've had some of these uh, figures uh, in our diocese at our uh, banquets. Yeah, so Dr. David Anders has been yeah. here. Dr. Ray Garandi has been here. Uh, people have been able to meet and talk to them live and in person. I can't recall who was here this last spring because I was gone. It was Ralph Martin. Ralph Martin is here for it. Okay. Yep. 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 So folks, we need you to help us support this by dialing 877-795-0122. Help us reach and exceed our goal in this hour. Uh, it's the last half hour that Father Nick and I have to help raise money for this Real Presence Radio cause. As you've heard, it supports 2.4 plus million listeners. Those that are seeking the truth, those are seeking to learn more, those are seeking clarification. Also, throughout the app, you can listen to pre-recorded shows that were done. Uh, go back and listen to something once again if you want further clarification. And you can give at various levels, from the Archangel level, which we have not had yet, $5,000 and above, which we'd love to see today if at all possible. The Apostle level, $1,000 to five to $5,000. The discipleship level, the messenger, the evangelist, and the guardian angel level. And as Father mentioned, if you give at the apostle level, you can receive that beautiful metal rosary card. And if you're a new donor, first-time listener or first-time donor, you can receive the Real Presence Radio baseball shirt. Simply by dialing 877-795-0122, helping us reach and exceed our goal of $4,000. We have about 30-some minutes left to do that. Father, we have a few gifts. Would you like to mention them? Yes, we're um, up to 17 people uh, given this hour. This is wonderful. And I'd like to, I think last last hour was like 27. I think so. so. Um, if we could beat that, the number, that would be Let's a get wonderful to 30, goal, folks. too. Um, Anonymous from Bismarck gave at the Garen Angel level. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Anonymous... Um, give at the Apostle level. Oh, there we go again. It's our fourth, second this hour. Yep. Very good. Um, I wonder if I can get that for my ringtone. <laughs> you could possibly. <laughs> for $1,000. Um, the, the, mes- <laughs> the message um, is thanks to Father Nick for all he does for our parish and school. Don't be afraid to tithe because you can never outdo God. I challenge people from Queen of Peace to give to this drive. Very so nice. Thank you, Anonymous, very much. Terry and Mary Ann from Grand Forks, North Dakota, gave at the Guardian Angel level, and uh, they offer this gift in honor of their children, grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And then finally, uh, to get us caught up, David and Nanetta from Dickinson, North Dakota, give at the disciple level. And they would like to get it, dedicate their gift in memory of their parents, George and Francis Huck, and Bud and Alice Westrom. So that's one from the Cloquet area and about six from North Dakota. <laughs> so, folks, we need more from Minnesota. We need more representation from our local area. Uh-huh. I challenged all deacons and their wives to consider donating during this hour. I've also challenged all Knights of Columbus, especially from the St. Benedict's Parish, St. Lawrence and Holy Family Parishes, and any family and friends that are listening to call 877-795-0122. We'd really love to exceed our goal and actually get uh, much further away from that as possible to help raise money for this wonderful radio station that it brings the gospel to 2.4 plus million listeners. Um, David, you're sharing your your great uh, story and I'm a cradle Catholic, so I always am drawn to the stories of those who, you know, become Catholic. And I think sometimes we cradle Catholics take things for granted. Uh, but, you know, so you mentioned your time to um, 
to St. Thomas. What about since St. Thomas all the way to, you know, Cloquet? How, yes. What was that kind of a story like in that journey? Well, I got a job right after college, my first kind of real job that wasn't in a kitchen or using a shovel or something was to do financial consulting. I got hired in Bloomington, Minnesota, and I, I worked in an office for about five years. And then my parents had spent a lot of time in Europe when before I was born, and, and we had German people coming and living with us or visiting throughout my young life. So I had always kind of had this idea that I wanted to live outside the United States for a while. And when I was getting up to about the age of 30, I went and got a a what's called a TEFL certification, which allows you to teach English as a foreign language and have some kind of uh, accreditation that says that you've been trained in pedagogical methods. And the, it's a basic crash course in just pedagogy. How do you run a classroom? How do you deliver academic or you know knowledge points to a classroom? Um, and and so. I got my TEFL certification in Spain. I went to Spain and did a month-long intensive course where you just were in the course every day and then at night just exploring Seville. It was really beautiful. Um, I spent another month traveling around and then I came back and I got a job in Korea and I went to Korea and started teaching English. And once you're in that world of, of international education, there's just a almost endless amount of opportunities. You can do all kinds of different things. So you, I started out teaching little kids, and then I got into teaching college classrooms and doing you know, one-on-one tutoring and doing copy editing, you know, because so much is in English, and you're in these really economic centers. That's where you know, the majority of the jobs are. So things like Seoul was where I was, or Hong Kong, or Singapore, the different trade centers. And, and every, every, there's so much about just regular business that people want support in English. And so there's a lot that you wind up getting into. So I got an opportunity to just try a lot of things um, and play a lot of different roles and really just on the merit of the fact that I was a, a native speaker. So it's like when you have a, a, an inheritance, you know, that you, you can just walk away and say, well, I want to be my own self-made man. But that, that inheritance is there, you know. And I think that with the, the story of, the, the talents that God gives, you know, he gives one, or he gives five, he gives ten. It's not about which, how much he gave you. It's about did you take what he gave you and go do something with it. And so I say, you know, I was a, I'm an American. I have a great passport. I have a great language. And I used that for what turned out to be about ten years just developing as a, an educator. And during that time, I came back for a year. I got a, I got a, master's degree at St. Thomas. I, I got a teacher certification that's more of a, I got it through the state of Florida. So I, I wound up, you know, over time kind of collecting your standard measures of, of the education world. But I didn't start that way. It was more just kind of the freewheeling um, international education jobs. Mm -hmm. And I met my wife in Korea and she is from Canada. And so we we went back to Canada and we got married and then we went over to Malaysia and lived there for a number of years. Our first son was born in Malaysia, Harold, and he is here at Queen of Peace in the fifth grade now. Hmm. And we had our first five kids 
each in a different country. <laughs> wow. So Harold was in Malaysia, and then Ilsa was born in the USA, and then Johanna was born in Korea, and Arthur was born in Shenzhen, China, and then Claudia was born in Canada. And then we came back here and we got the job at Queen of Peace, and we just you know started living the boring life of having the rest of the kids in one place. <laughs> You're all from here now. Yeah. yeah. That's where you were born. So tell us a little bit about uh, your faith practice with your children and, like, how do you uh, develop them as further disciples? I know they're younger and stuff, but in your home, how do you celebrate Christmas? How did you guys celebrate Easter? Tell us a little bit about that. It's super liturgical. You know, like, that. you, you really observe the liturgy. You observe the liturgical calendar. And now you can also really get a lot of help with, hey, People used to bake this kind of bread, or people would make these little cakes. Because of the internet, you can just, there's all of these blogs, you know, um, Catholic all year and things like that, where you can find these great ways to make the feast days and the different seasons come alive within your house. So we try to do those sorts of things. I think Beth Bigelow probably mentioned some of those yeah. things too. And I think that's a common thing in, you know, Catholic families. But having a really vibrant school. And having a really vibrant parish and that we're really close to that parish and that our life really revolves around the parish is really, it goes back to that insight that really I started to see for myself at St. Thomas when I saw that there was that there was one, you could approach your faith with one mind, not two. Not like this is my crutch that I use to get through, but like this is the reality that I follow because I think this is actually the reality of all things. I started to see that for myself at St. Thomas as like a relief, as like a great hope started to open in my heart. But but intellectually, I started to really see that culture is the, the, the way that culture works for kids. I saw that working in other places because I watched other cultures teach their culture to the kids. I watched, these are monocultures. It's not just celebrating the fact that cultures exist, which is what, you know, kind of the diversity idea does in American schools. It's like, well, there's a lot of different cultures. But the truth of that is that you don't learn about really any of them. You don't dive into any of them. It's just kind of a superficial like, You know about point. them, yes. Yeah, you know they're yep. there. Um, and so you kind of have this conceit of being outside of them almost, as though you don't have a culture. And going overseas and living in other cultures allowed me to realize how powerful culture is. I really think that that's what makes other countries so successful in academics where Americans struggle. That's one of the main keys is that they're very rooted in their identities first. And, and that gives you purpose. It gives you meaning. It gives you context. It gives you so many things. But then, um, you know, we also start to, um, we start to, uh, I started to get a vision for the fact that Americans do have culture. Mm -hmm. We think that we don't. We think that we kind of, I thought that I didn't because I stood outside because that was the way I was raised through, you know, the education system. De facto, they didn't tell you that directly. But I started to realize, oh, I do have a culture and, and started to think about it and decide, is it a good one? You know, is it something that I believe in or not? You know, and, I, and it wasn't entirely. It was sometimes and it wasn't other times. And then I started to really realize, well, there's a deeper culture in the West, and that's the Catholic culture, mm -hmm. and that's what I need to be a part of because that's what I believe in, and it matches. The, it's, you know, your beliefs aren't just dogmas and doctrines; they come into the whole of the human experience, which means there's a whole culture that goes with it, and it's still there. And you can dive in. So I do that as my job. Praise God, I do that as my job, and we do that at home with our family. Yeah. It's, it's I get to have 
that across my life, which I think is just astoundingly, it's just an astounding blessing. That's we're, awesome. We're with uh, David Douglas, principal of Queen of Peace Catholic School here in Cloquet, and we are live for the Spring Live Drive. Uh, call in 288 or your Catholic radio station.com. We have 13 minutes left, folks, to exceed our goal. We need your help. 877-795-0122 to open up your wallets, to call in and to give. You can pledge it. You can give it all at once today. You can give it out throughout the year. You can do it at different levels. You can do the levels from the Archangel, 5000 and above. The apostle level of $1,000 and above, the discipleship level, the messengers we mentioned, a dollar a day, the evangelist level, the guardian angel level. How many of us go out and spend money on pizza and pop, pizza and a beer, and spend $30? We could give that $30 to Real Presence Radio as a support of evangelization to reach others through the various programs that they have throughout the, the many states and the many counties and the dioceses that are out there to bring the hope and the healing and joy that Bishop Felton talked about, to bring instruction on how we can bring the faith into our homes as David's done, as our prior Beth, our guest Beth has done, to live out our Catholic faith, to teach our Catholic faith through this great tool, 877-795-0122. Uh, we have two gifts I'd like to acknowledge. Uh, Amanda from Duluth gave at the disciple level. Uh, she says, Hi, Father Nick, Deacon John, keep up the good work. And also anonymous from Hazleton, North Dakota, at the Guardian Angel level. Thank you so much for those gifts. Um, David, uh, this has been uh, wonderful. Um, if we could say, you know, I, you, you mentioned what stuck even the beginning of your story. I didn't realize about your, your parents and the kind of socialist, you know. But there is something something that could be good there right that sense of community you know yeah. and how important that is culture yeah. community and you're kind of yeah. coming you know full circle to that you know at uh, the queen of peace parish and school and something that um you've you've found and you like you said you've been able to do this or be a part of this as your your vocation and so um you know just maybe speak a little more of the culture community how how we and your role in that as as a principal and um, that that being your your mission your calling mm -hmm. sure well I was yeah I was born in a socialist commune that was my parents were a group of with a group of people that had come out of mostly out of McAllister College in St Paul which is pretty kind of left leaning place and. Um, and I think that they represented a certain moment in the American experience at that time, which was a discontent with some of where culture was, where some of where community had been. They were the first kids to have television, to have radio really impacted, you know, the community. You have people like Marshall McLuhan writing about the impact of of all of this strange sociological changes that are happening with advertising, with screens, you know, with the new creation of ideas of community, the Vatican Council was responding to that mm -hmm. stuff, you know, there's, yep. there's just these seismic shifts were happening. And so one of the things that happened at that point was that people started saying, what can we do? And it's a little bit arrogant and we can see the hubris now, but I think that there's, uh, there was something also that we want to say, we want to condone about people looking for we need to do something different. We need to do something right. And, you know, the socialist kind of experiments, these were just young people living together. They, they wrote rules, and they, the group that my parents were a part of, they're very, 
very uh, attentive to details and trying to really, they were idealists ultimately. They, they wanted to build, they wouldn't have said it this way, but I would say they wanted to build the new Jerusalem, mm-hmm. you know, and they just didn't have the tools for mm-hmm. it. They wanted to do it under the power of man, build the Tower of Babel, mm-hmm. you know. When man tries to build his way up to heaven, it turns into kind of chaos, it just kind of breaks down. When God comes down to us with, you know, the Pentecost, the Holy Spirit coming to us, then he raises us up to heaven, you know. And so that's that's what we're doing here. Instead, like you said, it's a full circle. I, I affirm our culture and the people of our, um, of our culture who seek a better world. But we have to do it in a way that mm-hmm. is actually going to work. And that's, that's all it comes down to. Is mm-hmm. I, I, I love what you're doing. I want to do that too. But here's, here's what's going to work. It's going right. to be God because he has to lift us up. And so, folks, to, ha- to help us do that, we need to support Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122, to continue to spread the gospel to 27 signals, 16 stations, and over 2.5 million people covered with Real Presence Radio. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Let's go back to the cost for a second because we touched on it, but we haven't really talked a lot about it. You know, it costs a lot of money to operate a school, correct? <laughs> you guys know that, right? You're sitting yep. here at the table. To run this radio station is an average monthly cost of two hundred twenty thousand dollars. An average daily cost is seven thousand three hundred dollars. Hourly cost of three hundred dollars an hour to bring this programming to the two point five million people. And I know we have a lot of listeners today, and you don't have the opportunity to give, and that's fine. But if you do have the opportunity to give, please consider doing so. Dial 877-795-0122. We have had two apostle levels today. Father Nick loves to hear that. So do I as well. We would love to have a third. And we have about 10 minutes left to be able to achieve that if somebody would dial in at 877-795-0122. In honor of your mother... In memory of your mother, um, in honor of the Blessed Mary, uh, it is the month of May. It is Mother's Day is approaching this weekend. Yep. Um, in prayerful gifts, as Janae, the what, the girl that's in the hospital from the accident, um, special prayers can be asked for. We'll pray on the radio as well during this time. So feel free to dial in with any of those types of requests, and we can take that time to do that at 877-795-0122. All right, very good. Um, David, we're going to let you go here in a second, and we'll kind of wrap up our time slot. But um, any sort of words of encouragement towards anyone, not only just to, to give and support this, but just you know the idea that we're all on mission in our own vocations and callings, and maybe the you know as you've found your calling and discern that, uh, the fulfillment and the, the joy that that's brought you living with that type of purpose. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, any final words to, to share with us this morning, this afternoon already? I would just say don't underestimate the power of God. You know, really the, the evidence is all around us that God is in control, that God can, is the one that's going to do it. That all, it's, it's an easy thing. Jesus says my yoke is, burden, or my yoke is, is, easy. is easy and my, the burden is light. I think one of the, the ways that's true is that the world is full of cares, you know, and there's all kinds of questions and there's all kinds of concerns, but God is the one who gives the strength for it. God is the one who's accomplishing it. You know, all we have to do is rest in Him. All we have to do is 
give ourselves over to him mm-hmm. and he's going to do the rest you know we we, we make that offering mm-hmm. we offer it up and we talk about that like well i've got a hangnail and offer it up and that's really cool because it's true like, you do offer up every, every little suffering but it's true because it's a part of a bigger reality too that is that is that Everything I do is an offering, and the more I can participate in that, the more I can turn my mind to that and say yes to that, like Mary said, yes to God's call in her life, the more that God, God's strength is what carries me. Mm-hmm. You know, the more I can embrace where I am, and I don't lose, uh, you know, I don't lose my focus, don't lose my strength worrying about things. Mm-hmm. I am enabled to just embrace, to move forward, to serve God, to say yes, to say glory glory be to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and everything that that is going on day to day. And when we do that, miracles happen. Mm-hmm. And so whatever we see going on around us, whatever's troubling, there's a lot, that, especially now, I think the main thing to see is, yes, that's all that is happening, but God is allowing that to happen so that he can be glorified. And what's coming? What is coming right now? And really just, just be inspired to just press in. Thank you, David, uh, yes. most especially for join, or joining us, but especially just the way that you've made uh, yourself and your life a, a self-offering. And so thank you for joining us. Today. Yes, thank you for taking time thank away you. from this. And you have a wonderful school and a wonderful group of students that prayed with us today. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. So we have a few minutes left. We need to get our number out there one more time. 877-795-0122 or realpresenceradio.com or on the app. If you're listening and you're in the car, you can donate via the app. We've made it as easy as possible for you to give to support this wonderful evangelization tool, which we're all called to evangelize. We talk about that over and over again. The Great Commission. We are called to go out and evangelize, and this is one way we can do it. You mentioned earlier, Father, if we support this, we are doing an evangelistic um, effort by having others be able to do it through the means of radio. In particular, we share Real Presence Radio over Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, I think into Wyoming, or Montana a little bit. Montana, yes. And, you know, into Wisconsin, Superior, and um, we all benefit, especially I'm thinking of our diocese and our parishes. Um, And so it's important, I think, for us to kind of carry our weight and support this, this radio Real Presence Radio. So especially, you know, we have a few minutes left. Those in the Diocese of Duluth, those up on the range who listen to 107.7, this is a great opportunity to to show your support for this radio station that you get to benefit from up there. Those around the Duluth area, Mm 88.1 FM, great opportunity to to show your support to really help us meet our goal um, and even surpass it. And again, so that we can support and kind of carry our weight in supporting this radio network, Real Presence Radio, all across uh, the listening uh, area. Which is very large, folks. And I know there's many of you that are listening today. You may be tuning in for the first time and saying, okay, I picked a day where they're asking for money. This doesn't (laughs) happen all the time, but it does happen from time to time because we do need to support the radio station. But if you're a first-time listener... I'm sure you've heard some of the great programs that are on, from Catholic Answers Live to Dr. Ray Grendy, and the um, different opportunities for people to call in and listen to the to the different guests and speakers that they have, as we had with Bishop Felton and Beth and, and David. Wonderful testimonies that they're giving in regards to how they're living out their faith and how they're able to share that faith with their children and their community. We need you to help us continue this through Real Presence Radio by calling 
877-795-0122. Help us reach and exceed that goal of $4,000. If you call in or give now, it'll it'll go to our, our hours and our segments and help us uh, meet our goals. So we're asking even right now, especially if you're from the Diocese of uh, Duluth, to give now. We have a couple gifts. You want to recognize those? Yes. Don and Judy from Orr, Minnesota. Excuse me. <coughs> um, guardian Angel Level. In honor of Father Nick, who has been a great help to us. Thank you, Don and Judy. You're so kind. Lauren and Connie from Cloquet, Minnesota. At the evangelist level, an appreciation for Father Nick and David Douglas and the work they've done with children at the Queen of Peace Parish and School. Um, oh, um, Andy from Cloquet. Um, once, uh, we want to acknowledge Andy from Cloquet that he's praying for Mr. Douglas and his family in their upcoming move. So just wonderful support this hour. Yes, Deacon thank you, John. everybody. We're so, we're so blessed. We and, are. Um, we got to say who's, uh, who's coming up next. We're going to Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls.